G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. When Jesus rose again from the dead, he defeated death. That defeat wasn't a one-time event. Pastor Greg Laurie explains it stretches all the way into the present. Something significant happened when Jesus rose again from that grave, and that something is we don't have to be afraid of death. Death died when Christ rose. Listen, what death did to Jesus is nothing compared to what Jesus did to death. man once said there are two sure things in this life, death and taxes. Well, we can't do much about our tax bill, but we can see that death isn't the sure thing this wise man thought that it was. Good to have you with us today with a new beginning as Pastor Greg Laurie brings us a study to help prepare our hearts for Easter this Sunday. We'll see Easter is a celebration of Christ's resurrection, but it's also a celebration that death no longer has its hold on us. A Sunday school teacher had been telling her class about the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. How he was brought back from the grave again. And then she asked her kids, what do you think the first words of Jesus were when he rose again from the dead? A little girl shot her hand up and the teacher said, okay, what were the first words of Jesus after he was resurrected? And she said, Jesus came out and said, ta-da. <laughs> Pretty good answer. I don't know if that's in the Bible, but I like it. But listen to this. When Jesus died on the cross, he conquered sin. When Jesus rose again from the dead, he defeated death. Let me say that again. When when he died on the cross, he conquered sin. But when he rose again from the dead, he defeated death. And that is not a topic we're usually comfortable discussing. Death. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to think about it, but we need to think about it. I read an interview that was done with actor Bradley Cooper. He, of course, directed and starred in the film A Star is Born, and he was reflecting on his own father's death. And Cooper said it caused him to address his own mortality. He was quoted to say, all right, I'm going to die too. So here it is. It's not in a book. It's not in a movie. It's not in a story that was told to me. It's not driving by an accident or watching it on TV. It's someone you love dying in front of you. And then I said, okay, this is death and it's going to happen to me one day. That's true. Even Bradley Cooper will die. Every man will die. Every woman will die. Uh, The stats on death are very impressive. One out of every one person's will die. Okay, so we have to deal with that head on. But having said that, something significant happened when Jesus rose again from that grave. And that something is we don't have to be afraid.
afraid of death. It's not that we look forward to it. A Christian doesn't get up in the morning and, and say, I hope I die today. That would just <laughs> be so awesome. No, I mean, I think a Christian loves life more than anybody else, but we don't have to be afraid of death. And I'll tell you what, time passes so quickly. And you know, my generation, the baby boomers, the eternally young generation, we've gone from acid rock to acid reflux, you know? <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're 66, you're no longer allowed to shop at Forever 21. Can we just, <laughs> just let's agree on this thing together. I was uh, filling out something the other day and you have to put your birth date on it and so you start scrolling. I got a cramp in my finger from scrolling. Can I, can I just type in my birth date? I have to scroll. It's almost like an act of humiliation. You scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, but that's what happens. And you know, it's, I think it's a thing that we need to recognize that time is passing quickly and we want to be ready for that day when it comes. And you, you know, you can't, I mean, maybe you can improve the quality of your life, but the quantity of your life is up to God. Jesus said, who of you by worrying can add one moment to your life? So you can eat all the kale you want and all the tofu you want, and maybe you'll feel a little bit better, and maybe you won't. I'm not really sure. But uh, I read about a lady who actually lived to be 105 years old. Her name is Pearl Cantrell. So they asked Pearl Cantrell, what is the secret of your longevity to live to 105? She said, it's very simple. Every day I eat bacon. Wow, <laughs> bacon. I like Pearl Cantrell. Reminds me of a conversation I had with uh, my granddaughter Allie the other day. She announced that she is now a vegan while she was eating eggs and sausage. <laughs> I said, Ali, you can't be a vegan if you eat eggs and sausage. She said, well, Papa, I just like the meat from the pig. I understand. <laughs> She'll probably live to be 105 as well. But uh, we come to the topic of death head on, and I have an announcement to make. Death died when Christ rose. In fact, Easter was the day that death died. And because Jesus died, I as a Christian will never die. Because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. You say, now Greg, are you delusional? What do you mean never die? People die. Oh, I know. I know it well. My mother has gone on to heaven. My father who adopted me, my son, in fact, yesterday we put flowers on his grave. I'm very familiar with death. When I say death, I don't mean that I'm denying the fact that our body stops functioning and we go into the ground. But what I am saying is simply this, is that our soul lives on in another place and one day our bodies will be resurrected from the grave. That's all because of Jesus dying on the cross and rising again from the dead. And that is why I say, Death died when Christ rose. Listen, what death did to Jesus is nothing compared to what Jesus did to death. So let's go back in our imaginations for a moment. 2,000 years. Let's try to put ourselves in the shoes of those first century disciples because they were devastated. They were discouraged. They were downhearted. 
their world as they knew it ended overnight when their Lord, their Master, Jesus Christ, started talking about being betrayed and crucified and then right there in front of their eyes they watched him murdered in cold blood. They couldn't believe this was actually happening. Their hope was defeated. Their dreams were destroyed. Their faith was demolished. And I wonder if that's how some of you feel this Easter. You come here to church today discouraged or disappointed. Maybe you're disappointed with friends. You're disappointed with family. Some of you are even disappointed with God. Imagine the disappointment that the disciples felt when Jesus was murdered and taken away from them. But He promised He would rise again from the dead. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, the Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And He's helping prepare us for Easter this weekend. His message today is called The Death of Death. Let's continue. And so the women went to the tomb together to anoint his dead body. And they get to the tomb and it's empty and an angel tells them, you go tell the disciples and Peter, he's risen and he'll meet you in Galilee. So Peter and John come to the tomb. They see that it's empty. And so they're wondering what this is all about. Jesus makes an appearance to Thomas who had heard that he had appeared earlier and didn't believe it, hence the title for life, Doubting Thomas. But Thomas said, if I can put my hand on the wound in his side or touch the wound in his hand, I'll believe. And Jesus said, here I am, man. Go for it. Thomas says, no, I'm good. My Lord and my God, I believe. And then Jesus appeared to two disciples on the road to Emmaus, and they didn't know it was Jesus. He was incognito. I don't know how he pulled that off. I don't think it was a Jedi mind trick. It was, it was something he did where they didn't know who he was. And they're walking along and he says, hey guys, loose paraphrase, what's going on? What do you mean what's going on, they said. Haven't you heard about Jesus of Nazareth? And he said, no, tell me about him. And so they told Jesus about Jesus. And then he revealed himself a little bit later. I was in a sunglass set the other day and asking some questions about some sunglasses. And the lady said to me, has anyone ever told you, you sound like Greg Laurie? <laughs> I said, yeah, yes, I've heard that before. I said, and by the way, I've met Greg Laurie. She said, really? I said, he's a total jerk. <laughs> Which is true. Because I turn off the lights in the restroom when I walk out. I said, he's so rude. And you know what? I, I, I met him and, and we got into an argument. It was weird because he has his voice and I have my voice and we sound like the same voice. So we're having an argument in the same voice. She's like, wow. And th <laughs> then I said, then I slapped him. She, you slapped him? I said, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Greg Laurie. I'm just messing around. Then she slapped me. <laughs> she should have. I deserved it. But uh, Jesus was not rude like that. He revealed who he was to those two disciples. And he said, I'll meet you in Galilee. So we come to that scene now in John 21 where they encountered Jesus at the Sea of Galilee. Verse 3, Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. We'll come too, they all said. And they went out into the boat and they caught nothing all night. At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. And he called out, fellows, do you have any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you'll get some. And they did. And they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many 
fish in it. Then the disciple that Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard it was the Lord, he put on his tunic and jumped into the water and headed to the shore. The other stayed with the boat and pulled the loaded net to the shore. They were only a hundred yards from the shore. And when they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them. Fish cooking over a charcoal fire with some bread. Jesus said, bring some of the fish that you've just caught. And Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore. And Jesus said, come now and have some breakfast. Here now are takeaway truths from the resurrection of Jesus that apply to you directly. Why Easter matters. Point number one. Because of Jesus' resurrection, I will one day receive a new body. Listen, death does not have the final say even over our body. Easter has the final say. This picture of Jesus coming out of the tomb is a preview of things to come because we too will one day be resurrected. 1 Corinthians 15, 20 says, the truth is Christ has been raised up. The first and long legacy of those who are going to leave the cemeteries but we'll have to wait our turn. Christ is first and then those with him will rise at his coming. So Jesus rose in a real body, in a real world, in a real way. He spoke with a real voice. This was a real physical bodily resurrection. Number two, because of Jesus' resurrection, our resurrection bodies will be much like his. Our new bodies will be much like his. First John 3 says, Beloved, now we're the children of God. It's not been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he's revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. So, okay, what was the resurrection body of Jesus like? Well, it was physical. I already pointed out he bore in his body the marks of the crucifixion. He spoke with a real voice. He made real fish with real hands. So it was a physical body, but at the same time, it did not have the normal limitations that a human body has. Uh, he could appear in a room without using the door. But another trait of this resurrection body of Christ is he ate food. Which means when we get to heaven and we come back again to the new earth, we're going to eat food. And I'm very thankful for that. How many of you like to eat food? Yes, I do too. And I know that when we get to glory, we're going to eat together. Matthew 8, 11 says, People will come from the east and west and take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Can you imagine sitting down at a table with the great men and women of the Bible? You could turn to Moses and say, Buddy, could you pass me the manna? I've always wanted to try that. You could turn to Elijah and say, Elijah, my meat's a little undercooked. Could you give me a little more fire? Heard you've got that miracle down. Hey, Lot, could you pass the salt? <laughs> oh, Lot, you're so sensitive. <laughs> and imagine asking David what it was like to fight Goliath. Asking Noah what it was like to live in the ark. Ask Moses about parting the Red Sea. Ask John what it was like to receive the book of Revelation on the island of Patmos. Ask Mary what it was like to carry Jesus in her womb and then later carry him in her heart. And not only will you meet these great saints of old, you will be reunited with your loved ones that have preceded you who have died in faith. Heaven is going to be an incredible reunion. 
and you're going to know one another. Sometimes the question's asked, will we know one another in heaven? Do you think you're going to be more stupid in heaven than you are on earth? <laughs> the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, we will know fully as we are known. You're going to know more in heaven, not less. And not only that, you're going to learn in heaven. More revelation about God is going to be revealed to you over the passing of time. We're not going to just sit around and sing worship songs. We're going to be serving the Lord. We're going to be working for the Lord. We're going to be learning from the Lord. It's going to be amazing. Pastor Greg Laurie with a glimpse of life everlasting from today's message called The Death of Death. And there's more to come as this study continues tomorrow. You'll hear more insights on the price that Jesus willingly paid at Calvary and how that changed history forever. Join us for our Good Friday program at the same time tomorrow. But before we go today, it would be good to stop and pray for the current situation our world is facing. Everyone's talking about COVID-19. And here's Pastor Greg with a prayer. Let's all pray. Father, I pray right now for anyone who has lost a loved one due to the coronavirus. Lord, I'm asking for your comfort to be extended to them because you are the God of all comfort. And if that person was a believer, we rejoice that we will see him again. And they're not only a part of our past, but they're also a part of our future. Comfort the broken hearted. I pray for protection for anybody here who's been exposed to the coronavirus. Lord, let them not get sick. And if they are sick, Lord, heal them quickly. Uh, quicken the healing process. And Lord, I pray that you will use this moment to wake up the church to share the gospel. Uh, as Billy Graham did so faithfully in his day, and we would share the gospel with our generation. We pray that you will send a spiritual awakening. We're overwhelmed by this pandemic, and we don't know what to do. We're reminded of the story of Jehoshaphat, the king of Israel, who was overwhelmed by his enemy, and he said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you, Lord. And Father, our eyes are upon you now. Intervene, hear our prayer. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called The Death of Death. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.